welcome back to another daily walk. Well, spring is here, it is becoming nice, all things are becoming made new, flowers are up, blooming, the birds are around, and that's how we are supposed to be in Christ, right? If we are born in Christ, we are a new creation. Old things are passed away, behold, all things are new, all right? And uh, I heard this story yesterday, I wanted to talk about it, um, we were discussing this at our church, and um, it just kind of bared this, this interesting statement, and one of the things that our modern church is not as good at as it should be is pushing sanctification, the new creation, what we are to be. Uh, Paul writes in 1 Thessalonians 4, 3, for this is the will of God, your sanctification, that is, that you abstain from sexual immorality. Each of you know how to possess his own vessel in sanctification and in honor, not in lustful passion like the Gentiles who do not know God. And that no man transgress and defraud his brother in this matter, because the Lord is the avenger in all things, just as we also told you before and solemnly warn you. God has not called us to the purpose of impurity, but in sanctification." All right. And that is so important um, because when we are born in Christ, we are a new creature. And it, it reminded me of, well, we were talking about this story and it reminded me of the next verse we're going to read. Uh, here in State College, and I didn't know this, this is all news to me, but we had at one point in time, we had uh, a doctor who was in charge of an abortion clinic in town. Uh, and he eventually came to Christ, you know. People of the churches downtown, they picketed in front of the place and, you know, many times uttered insults not worthy of Jesus Christ at this man who was a abortion, uh, abortion clinic director and doctor, you know, killed thousands of babies. And then he came to Christ. He investigated the, the claims of Christ and not unlike this uh, new film, I forgot to look at the name of it, but we started the video, but uh, there's a new film about the same thing, that an abortion clinic doctor became a Christian and transformed their ways. And this person repented of their sin and starts going to church. But even when he got to church, people kept on pushing him away, picketing against him, even in his newfound faith in Christ. And in so doing, they eventually drove him out of town. Here's a man who was living in sin, came to the grips of his sin, repented of his sin before God, was made a new creature, goes into the churches of those very people who are telling him he's killing babies after he has come out and said, I was killing babies and I kill babies no more because God has transformed my heart. And this is like this verse in 1 Corinthians 6, starting in verse 9. Do you not know that the unrighteous will not inherit the kingdom of God? Do not be deceived, neither fornicators, nor adulterers, nor adulteresses, nor effeminate, nor homosexuals, nor thieves, nor covets, nor drunkards, nor revilers, nor swindlers will inherit the kingdom of God. And such were some of you, but you were washed, you were sanctified, but you were justified in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and in the spirit of our God. And what's so important to consider with those verses in this story and this man is that he completely repented. In fact, he recognized the depth and the gravity of his sin. He transformed his ways. He goes into the church with these people who 
sure they're sinners, but may not have understood the depths. They still continued to picket to him after they stopped the behavior that they were picketing at him for. And he eventually had to leave town because he could not overcome the fact that that's who he was. Is that a bad thing? Yes. Is that a good thing? Yes. Let me explain. The Apostle Paul was in the same exact uh, rut. Remember, he is the person, a Pharisee among Pharisees, as he describes himself. He is the person who gave approval for the stoning of Stephen, the first martyr in the book of Acts. All right. And in such, then he received letters to go forth to all the churches anywhere he found, arresting people and dragging them back to the council in Jerusalem to be tried for blasphemy. And on the road to Damascus, he is met with Jesus Christ and confronted with the depth of his sin. And he recognizes it, he repents of it, and he turns to Jesus Christ. And he stays in town for a few years, learning revelation, learning um, uh, learning from, uh, I think it was Ananias, I believe, came and instructed Paul in the ways of the gospel. And he did many great wonders there. But when he went back to Jerusalem to meet with the apostles, nobody wanted to believe that he was repentant. Much like this abortion clinic director. Nobody wanted to believe he was repentant. They continued to pick it to him after he had confessed of his sins and was made right in Christ. But maybe that persecution is the very thing, in fact, we're kind of told it is, that forced Paul to leave Jerusalem and to go into the rest of the world, to preach the gospel into the rest of the world. Remember, that was the great sin in Babylon when God came down in Genesis 11 and confused the language because the people disobeyed the command to be fruitful and multiply and inhabit the whole earth. No, they instead chose to stay together in one city, building a temple to the skies. God came down, confused their language, so they would finally indeed split and break apart. And in Acts chapter 2 with Pentecost, they come down and all these different people are gathered from all around the different lands because they were required to be in Jerusalem for the, for the feast. And at that point in time, we had the miraculous gift of tongues where Peter is preaching and everyone is hearing in their own dialogue. Everyone is hearing in their own language. And this caused many thousands of people to come to accept Jesus Christ that day. And then what did they do? Well, when the festival was over, they went back to their homes, back across the world. It was Paul's task to take the gospel out. He was the apostle set aside, out of place, out of time to reach the Gentiles. And that is what we are supposed to do, to get out into the world and preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. But we also want to examine this story with a little bit of, of personal humility and say, if we are out picketing somebody who has some evil, wretched business, maybe it's abortion, maybe it's a, an adult store, maybe it's whatever it happens to be, and we picket them and they come to Christ, I'm not saying put them immediately on stage, but we also have to accept and understand that in Christ, we are a new creature. The old has passed away. Behold, all things are new. Is there anybody in your life that you're looking down upon because of their past? Stop it. If they are in Christ, they are a new creature. 
But remember, what is the mark of a person who is a Christian? As we read from 1 Thessalonians, for the will of God is your sanctification. If you say you're a Christian, set aside the old things, set aside the old life. Become made new. Transform yourself by the renewing of your mind that you may understand what is the will of God. That's from Romans chapter 12, verse 1 and 2. All right. When a person comes to Christ and we see the true evidence of Christ, they've forsaken their old ways. They've given up everything to follow Jesus Christ. Rejoice. Don't hold their past against them. Let me know what you think. So thanks for coming along on this daily walk. You can have a look at the links in the description down below. Whether you're watching this on the video or listening on the podcast, check out ourwalkingchrist.com for more information about what we do here on ourwalkingchrist.com. Have a look at the uh, books that I have and the links down below. Thanks for coming along and I hope that you enjoy your daily walk in our Lord. Thank you for tuning in. Our Walking Christ podcast is a listener-supported presentation. For more information about how you can help, check out ourwalkingchrist.com forward slash support or our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash Tom M. That's T-O-M-M. Digital and paperback books are available on several online bookstores or at our website. Once again, the website is ourwalkingchrist.com.